Hi, this is Carol Miller, and welcome to our Get the Let Out calendar. Forty years ago, around May 7th, 1978, Led Zeppelin were having a series of rehearsals at Clearwell Castle in England. They privately recorded some music they were writing at the time. They were calling one song the epic, but it would be renamed Carousel Ambra on Zeppelin's final studio album. But here's something not heard on any of Zeppelin's albums. Jimmy Page later revived his guitar riff with The Firm. Around May 8, 1971, Led Zeppelin were in London mixing songs for their fourth album. When they mixed four sticks at Olympic Sound Studios, they left this interesting count in. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, one. And at Island Studios, they mixed When the Levee Breaks differently. these alternate mixes were a part of Led Zeppelin IV's bonus disc in 2014. Around May 9, 1980, Led Zeppelin moved their tour rehearsals outside of London to the new Victoria Theatre in the southeast of England. Zeppelin knew they had better rehearse Stairway to Heaven, whether or not they were all still enthusiastic about it. Unfortunately, this rehearsal tape doesn't get into a reggae version Robert Plant says they'd play just for kicks, but you don't have to imagine, thanks to the band Dread Zeppelin. Fifty years ago on May 10th, 1968, Jimmy Page played with the Yardbirds at Earl Warren Showgrounds in Santa Barbara, California. Jimmy once wrote on his official website about this show, quote, The band were looking good, sounding good, and it had an ever-increasing cult following on the underground scene, unquote. On a psychedelic pop art poster for the Yardbirds' Santa Barbara concert in 68, some little-known bands are listed as the opening acts. Well, Turquoise did play the show, but Dave D. Dozy Beaky Mick and Titch did not. They were replaced by Three Dog Night, newly formed and without an album to their name, not even a single one. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Fifty years ago, on May 11th, 1968, while Jimmy Page and the Yardbirds were in Anaheim, California, headlining over Wild Thing hitmakers, the Trogs, they were getting national radio airplay back home in England. The BBC's Top Gear show broadcast some Yardbirds live in-studio performances, including Dazed and Confused. And Jimmy Page's guitar instrumental, White Summer, in a different tuning than he would use in his Zeppelin days. 
years ago, on May 14, 1988, Led Zeppelin reunited for only the second time. The occasion was the 40th birthday bash for Atlantic Records, held at Madison Square Garden. Robert sang this as the second verse of Kashmir, which he later repeated. Jimmy had an out-of-tune guitar. Robert also forgot some other lyrics. But despite all this, Zeppelin's half-hour reunion wasn't all low points. Fifty years ago, on May 15, 1968, Robert Plant is believed to have recorded a demo with his last pre-Zeppelin band called Obstweedle. But in 50 years, no one's ever come across it. Robert says their band picked up on the music of the American West Coast. A lot of American West Coast stuff, which really had caught me and saved me from ending up being the typical English pub singer. I found that the Californian musical scene was at least the spearhead or the great indicator of how music should actually have some bearing on, or at least some little pointers and indications on actual social behavior, if you like. Four years after Ob's Tweedle's demo, at a recording session on May 15, 1972, Led Zeppelin recorded Outside, on the lawn of Mick Jagger's estate when a plane flew overhead. Zeppelin included this on their album, Physical Graffiti. On May 16, 1966, Yardbirds guitarist Jeff Beck held his first solo recording session, resulting in the song Beck's Bolero, as well as a unique band name. Here's John Paul Jones. The name Led Zeppelin was um, coined by Keith Moon, which was originally going to be for a band that recorded Beck's Bolero, which was Jeff Beck, Jimmy Page, Nicky Hopkins, myself, and Keith Moon. And then the thought of it all going on the road, I thought, was sort of fairly horrific. And so that, it, that never came about, but um, we remembered the name and uh, asked if we could use it. The month after recording Beck's Bolero, Jimmy left session work to join Jeff and the Yardbirds. The name Led Zeppelin came in handy over two years later. On May 17, 1969, Ohio University's Junior Prom Concert featured Led Zeppelin opening for the blind classical guitarist Jose Feliciano. Robert Plant remembers he really had to push it to be heard because of inferior sound equipment. I remember one night in Zeppelin we played Ohio University and the PA was actually a cluster of speakers right up in the apex of the room. It was a circular building with the statutory 60s students sitting looking suitably astonished or vacant or whatever it was. And the PA was miles up in the air and there was no chance on earth that the voice could project. I think it was not until about 1970 that Led Zeppelin actually purchased the PA. Or rather, I purchased the PA because I was a singer. And then I made John Bonham pay some of it because he was the drummer. On May 18, 1972, Led Zeppelin were at Stargroves, Mick Jagger's 16th century manor house where they used the Rolling Stones mobile studio to record a wide range of dynamics, especially in this one song. The Stones had been recording at Stargrove since 68, since they had the freedom to start and stop at any hour of the day on a whim. It was Zeppelin's first time at Stargroves, 
but their third straight album recorded in part with the Rolling Stones Mobile Studio. This is Carol Miller. Thanks for getting the let out. Check back next week for another Get the Let Out Calendar podcast.